will be the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my two least favorite things to work with. <laughs> I'd be like riding my bike, you know, be digging throw, a dinosaur bone, digging dinosaur, <laughs> throwing a ball against the wall. So when you said fish camp, I was like, I started to get a little hungry. It's like lunchtime. <laughs> They're too young to know who Bon Jovi is. Who is that? I understand he's the name of one of the horses. Hello and welcome to another episode of Northside Now. This is the podcast where we take you on a tour through all of the ministries and the latest happenings around Northside Church to keep you better connected with your church family. My name is Patrick, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Glenn Miller and Kevin Bryant. He's back. I'm here. Missed you last week. Present. Present. Well, we are also joined today by a very special guest, the one and only graduating senior, Josh Rolf. What's up, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) Josh Rolf. Has AARP contacted you since you're a senior? They have not yet, no. Uh, no, no, We tried to get the early bird specials at the restaurant. Is it cheaper to eat out now? Senior discounts? Yeah, senior discounts. I think they are lowering the age, it seems like, more. They are a little bit, which is good. So I'm getting closer and closer to it all the time. Yeah. Probably not to the sub-20s, though. No, not so sub twenties. <laughs> right. But I have seen in college towns where if you have your your college ID, it's pretty much the same price as the senior. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of times they that's so helpful. They do. Josh, where are you going to school? Because you're going to a rather large college town. Is pretty much the college is larger than Jackson almost. Yeah, um, the population is one hundred thirteen thousand. So uh, yeah. it's down Texas Texas A and M University. I'm going there. Gig them. So, um, yeah, really excited about that. It's thumbs it's, up. It's huge. It's a huge place. And growing up in Texas, I have um, a plethora of Aggie jokes. Well, I'm but I, I will share them so. all. I will, yeah. No, you don't need them. You you will hear them. Hear them. <laughs> They're about Aggies. Yeah. So you, you will be the joke. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, congratulations. That's yeah, exciting. Thanks. Thanks. So uh, you will be graduating from uh, USJ, correct? Yes, I will be. And so um, so what's it like graduating two years after, you know, the COVID mess you've lived? Mm-hmm. That's been like a big piece of your life, your high school life. What's it like? Yeah. So when COVID first started, we went in, we were going into the end of sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I will say, first off, we, our class is very lucky because last year they had COVID restrictions too. Mm-hmm. And the year before that, obviously, they didn't, I don't know if they even like had a full graduation, but we were the first year after COVID to have a full graduation, be on that football field, be wherever we want. Yeah. No mask, not anything like restriction wise. So I'm very lucky. I'm very excited too. I'm nervous, like I'll get out, but I mean, I'm happy it's coming up. It's May 14th. So I think like three weeks from now. Yeah. So it's coming up quick. Now, when you say you're nervous, what are you nervous about? You nervous about the actual graduation day? Or are you nervous about being released into the world? Well, when it comes to college, I mean, <laughs> I one thing I'd say is do your work like ahead of time, do it when it's like open, like apply for a college the day that it first opens. I mean, come on. It's the, it makes it so much more easy. I waited for a long time. Um, I procrastinated and I was nervous about submitting it and everything, but I did it. And thankfully I got in, but right after graduation, I know I'm going to be hit with like, I have to take a math exam over the summer to place me wherever I need to go at A&M. It's like all sorts of stuff 
little stuff that just like barrels at me. I mean, it's, it's scary. It's going to be really real at that point. Yes. That, <laughs> and, and I'm afraid to mess up on that really real stuff. Yeah. So now do you know what you're majoring in? I'm not so positive. Um, recently I've looked at like business management and slash accounting kind of stuff. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to work with numbers or with people. I can do our numbers of I mean, people. Those I are my take, two least favorite things I'm, to work with. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, my parents made me take a test and it was good for me, but I took an aptitude test mm-hmm. yeah, and it was 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%. Balanced, like, huh? It, it's too balanced almost. Oh. And when it's too balanced, I can't, and like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this or this. So I'm like really worried about that too. Yeah. Well, I can really identify with that because I think I came out of high school liking a lot of different things yeah. and not boasting, but feeling like I was pretty decent at a lot of things. Yeah. And so I did the same thing that you did. I took the test and said, well, maybe math and science. So I try and figure out, okay, what do you use math and science for? Maybe engineering, but I don't know. And then I, in uh, like the third year in college, switched to communications. But I remember that feeling of, yeah, well, okay, I'll try it, but I'm not really sure. But one of the things that I think about when I think back on that is remember what you really loved to do when you were a kid. The things that you were really just jazzed and passionate about when you didn't have a lot of the pressure and the rules and all the school classes and everything. Because to me... I feel like that's in some respect what you're wired for. And so that can be really helpful as you mature and you get exposed to a lot of different things. You may figure out, okay, I don't think I like this business management or whatever I it is. I must be wired for nap time because that's I'm what I love. Say, <laughs> you've just brought to me, if I could do what I did then... <laughs> I'd be playing a great life. I'd be like riding my bike, you know, <laughs> be digging throwing, up dinosaur bones, digging dinosaur, throwing a ball against the wall, you know, making the general lead jump over something in my yard, you know, well, which you've little, kind of already done that. I have, but that's you've just, been a coach. Yeah. But that just sounds like so much fun right now. <laughs> and I'm not saying exactly like that. I need a huffy bike. Does you anyone ride have your a huffy bike, bike anymore? That'd be quite a hike. Saying, I need a huffy bike. Yeah, that'd be a, quite a quite a bike or a, could be like today on the interstate where that 18-wheeler diesel everywhere on my huffy bike trying to get around that. <laughs> yeah, you'd be caught in a traffic so, jam. That's a great idea, though. What, what, if, what if in the real world, when you got to a certain age, you could go back and just do what you did as a kid? Why not? Was, that'd be great. I think they call that retirement. <laughs> <laughs> Which none of us in this room will get to do. Right. No, right. They keep pushing the age back, but... I'm going to have to be like 120 before uh, I can <laughs> retire. But Kevin's right, 100%. Those are the things that, you know, really are you at your core, mm-hmm. you know, when no one else is watching. And that's where, if you can guide that, that's just, that's a blessing. Yep. I'm glad you like numbers because that, for the rest of us that don't, we need people <laughs> like you. I love numbers. I love spreadsheets. Yeah. I'm what, very nerdy that way. What's your favorite number? <laughs> Ooh, um, I have to go with four. Four, that's a four. good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that has a lot of significance to me. I was born. I thought it was 3.14 because that's edible. Oh. <laughs> you got a mathematician across from me, huh? Well, that was the wrong button. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Definitely well, good. Now, you are a big part of a class. I mean, there's a lot of you guys in your graduating class. Y'all are the biggest graduating class, especially group of guys that we've had in several, several years. So what's it been like growing up around a church like Northside with your buddies and kind of pushing y'all's way through all these years? 
it's been wild. Um, <laughs> like people coming and going and this, this one group staying, I mean, it's been, I think it's been good for me because whenever things, I, I just didn't like school. Mm-hmm. I come into church on Wednesday nights or Sundays or Sunday mornings. I mean, it helped a lot if I didn't yeah. have that group here. And if I didn't have this church, I mean, I don't know how I would be necessarily, especially if I didn't grow up in it. Um, yeah. So many things, so many relationships that I've made through this church. It's been a blessing. So Well, good. Well, and that's really good too, because I've been in a lot of churches where as you get busier, all the activities you have as, mm. a, as a high schooler, especially as a senior, the seniors can tend to sort of yeah. gravitate away from the yeah. church. But I see you here all the time, <laughs> which makes me really happy to see because I think that's an influence on younger kids. They see you as a role model, whether you you know like that position or not. But I think it's a, a very encouraging thing to see in a church where you have senior students that are active. And yeah. that, that's, that really makes me uh, feel good about the team we have here. At I, was, I was honestly super worried during COVID when we did those Zoom meetings um, that it wouldn't be necessarily the same. Mm. Yeah, I thought it'd be worse than how it used to be once we got back finally. And I was completely wrong. I feel like it has grown even more and it's been even more fun than I remembered it. So. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. And you think you were worried. (laughs) (laughs) I told a mom, uh, actually this morning that was, we're recording this. I said, you know, even though I look like I'm 52 and been doing this for 33 years, I'm really only 22. And uh, Mm. that's what youth ministry, just one night at Northside will do to you. So, (laughs) right. (laughs) Well, cool. Now you're going to Texas A&M, which when is your fish camp? Fish camp. Well, I fish camp. I Let's back up. What is fish camp? <laughs> call fr- freshmen at Texas A&M. It's mainly the cadets, the core cadets. Okay. They mainly call them fish. But it's become a thing yes. in Texas where everybody's a fish. That's a yeah. freshman pretty much in high school and in college. Yeah. And when I moved to Tennessee, I was used to that vernacular and calling, hey, you're going to be a f-. And I pretty well have lost it because nobody knows what in the world you're talking exactly. about. They look at you so weird, yeah. but it's a, it's what they call, they call them fish. Okay. It's really weird. Yeah. So Cora Cadets, <laughs> they call, and they solely call um, the freshman fish. And they're okay. like picked on and everything. I mean, yeah, of course, there's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and so your but, orientation yeah. is called it's fish called camp. fish fish. Camp. Well, I was just a little confused because there's a there's a restaurant that I've been to in South Carolina with uh, Elizabeth and her family called uh, it's McDonald's Fish Camp, and it really good fish. So when you said fish camp, I was I started to get a little hungry. It's like lunchtime. <laughs> it's getting yeah. I think that's it's called the new student orientation or new student conference. I'm sorry, um, and that's. July 6th through the 9th. Wow. So, and I just go up there for that like long weekend and then I come back down and then I don't know my move-in date, but my classes start the 18th, 17th, 18th of August. Cool. So I'm curious why Texas, why Texas A&M? You know, I don't, <laughs> I, I really don't know, but I have family down in San Antonio Got and it. I've been exposed to Texas A&M since I was young. Sure. I think I've been wanting to go A&M since sixth grade. Oh, wow. Um, it's been like, like I didn't really think about college really until like sophomore year Yeah, and start actually thinking about it. But that's been like my number one school besides UT Knoxville. It was either UT Knoxville or A&M. Mm-hmm. Those are my two choices. 
obviously my mom, my grandmother <laughs> wanted me to go to UT Knoxville. But, you had um, some competing interests there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, I, I've been exposed to it since I was young. So I just always kind of wanted to go there. When I first toured it, I mean, that was just sold me. Um, yeah. The campus is just beautiful. And, uh, and it's so it's so large. So many things. Well, so. that, I mean, that's a big part of it. You know, you have to feel comfortable there. And yeah. Yeah. as we've gone through that process before too, there's sometimes you just, you kind of know you, mm-hmm. you, when you show up, you just feel that it's right. That's an important part of it for sure. In addition to all the academics and other things you want to do. But yeah, with my girls, we always say, can you see yourself walking down that sidewalk yeah. when we'd be on that campus? Yep. And to us, that was really important. You know, if you can see yourself active mm-hmm. in this place, that's that's important. And A&M is a great school. And there's another North Sider there, Olivia Pace, and she's in the core down there. But you're not going to be in the core, right? I will not be in the core. So no. that's all right. It doesn't mean that you're less of a human. It just, <laughs> yeah. just means that you uh, will get to sleep longer than yeah, the rest exactly. of them. <laughs> A&M is a great school. We're glad that you have chosen a great school, and we're glad that you've been such a great leader and with us here at Northside, and your family has just been a blessing to us. You can hear Josh coming up on Wednesday night, May 11th, at the 6 o'clock service. He is going to be talking to the people that are there. And he is also, along with the rest of his class, going to be giving their senior talks to the youth group on Wednesday nights starting the first week of May, so May 4th. So they'll be sharing their thoughts and things they've learned. And they, they, they say, what are we supposed to talk about? I said, it's yours. My, it's, my hands are off. Just remember it's a church <laughs> <laughs> and you're addressing the young ones. But this is y'all's time to leave something behind. And then um, you'll see him again active in the youth musical, which you helped to write this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you want to tell us a little bit about the youth musical? I don't know what to start on. Um, we'll start with the name, Wanted. It's called Wanted, yes. It's a Western story. Yes. And um, <laughs> I've been wanting a Western for all these years, finally. Yeah, it's a Western Woo! story. It was it was <laughs> very interesting to write because Brennan's the other, Brennan Flowers is the other, um, the writer. He's the main writer. Like, he came up with most of the ideas. And I, what I saw our relationship writing it as was, I typed it and I made sure he was within reason. On, and that it wasn't yeah. in uh, Gotham? Yeah, is, it wasn't in Gotham. Okay, where Batman was. So, um, it's an important uh, role in. Yeah. <laughs> Rain him in yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was very fun to write. It was definitely, it was an ordeal. But, you know, we got through it and um, it was just in the pinch of time we mm. got it written, I guess. And obviously that all goes to Mitzi, but she kept it. One of the new things, I, I guess it's more new than I realized, but when we gave her that sheet and we're like, hey, we want the story like this. Apparently, I've never been on the writing team like seriously before, and she stuck with it. Like She was worried she wasn't, but she stuck with most of everything that we put down, most, most of our interest and all that, and I was very impressed by that. And It sounds like a good story. I'm excited. Cool. Well, cool. Well, that'll be coming up uh, the 1st of June. So uh, you have a few more times to interact with Josh and see him uh, here at the church. Of course, he'll be with us the rest of the summer. And then uh, off to A&M, to Aggieland, 
to go down and be and a you, fish and be a fish <laughs> and you can leave all your coats here you won't have to take any of them yeah, with you yeah. that's a really good thing to know <laughs> yeah it'll be Pack 70, light. 70 in December so yeah <laughs> I promise you you won't need them so well we're glad you're here with us today Josh and um, and been with us all these years it's been a, a pleasure and if you don't know Brennan Flowers uh, he was with us a few episodes ago talking about some movies uh, he called in and that's right <laughs> and so uh, we're glad to have had you too and uh, Patrick, we have a few other things going on. Uh, I understand Elon Musk tweeted out that there was some things coming up at uh, Northside. <laughs> Elon Musk <laughs> Among has other been things. in the news. He's all about some Twitter lately, <laughs> isn't he? Well, I mean, he owns it now. He owns so. it now. <laughs> Did you hear that uh, he tweeted uh, he was going to buy McDonald's and someone asked him if he was going if he could fix all of the ice cream machines and he said, I can't do miracles. So, I did see where he funny. offered to buy CNN for $1.73. <laughs> After uh, CNN Plus, that yeah. might make sense, I guess. I have a great movie idea for y'all. Okay. Because of all the money they wasted on CNN Plus, they said they could give a million dollars to every person in America. Really? Could you imagine if everybody got That's a million a dollars simultaneously? That would be total anarchy. <laughs> oh, the crash of it. It would be wild. Well, the inflation would just go up. Oh, instead of $3 a gallon of gas it's going to be three thousand dollars but think about dollar the menu yeah. mcdonald's would be at the but, twenty dollar but menu. think about you're just going to add six zeros yeah, to right. the end of every how price many people, and, how many people wouldn't work i mean banks would just crumble there's no way they could even insure that kind of money just think about all of the the it would just be horrible that that's be. my life goal to get enough money to where i can give everybody a million dollars and just see what happens. It just <laughs> yeah, hurry up and do that. I'm not I'm a little older than you are. So who's on my will? Yeah, everybody. Can I wait? <laughs> yeah, put uh, everybody in my will. <laughs> now, Josh, you're a numbers guy. We want you to work all that out. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, all right, secure but, your financial future. That's right. Please yeah. do. That's right. So besides uh, people rich like Patrick and Elon Musk, what else is going on? Well, we've still got grief share going on every Sunday at two o'clock until May 29th. Um, we just had our graduation Sunday this past Sunday, which right. was cool. But this Sunday is going to be Mother's Day. So make sure you call your mom. Josh, call your mom. Call your mom. I definitely will. Early <laughs> and often. What, do you have her a gift? No, not yet. I'll <gasps> probably figure that out Saturday. So I, I think Josh, I have a good idea. I've got a few more Didn't days you left. just say something about not procrocrastinating? Yeah, right? exactly, right? <laughs> we have to I hold mean, you accountable. Just, <laughs> phew. I mean, right, I, d- I didn't even know Mother's Day was Sunday. That's the bad, bad thing. Uh, well, before we get to Mother's Day, May 7th, that Saturday, we have a tea party for our K through second graders at Becky Truitt's house. And that'll be at two o'clock in the afternoon. Apparently, that's the time you're supposed to have tea, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Yes. I never participated in a lot of tea parties. So, so if we an- take all the afternoon rituals of different countries and string them together, like siestas at one, teas at two, go home at three, can we do that? I know. I see no problem in this. <laughs> Why this not? Is a great idea. <laughs> Um, and then Rev Kev's going to start up a new sermon series on the 15th, the next Sunday, which that'll be interesting. He kind of teased it a little bit this past Sunday in his sermon, so I'm looking forward to that one. May 20th, there's going to be a parents' night out. So if you uh, want to go out with your significant other or just, you know, take a nap or go grocery shopping, whatever you want to do, you know, drop your kids off here at the church. It's 530 to 830 kids eight, eight weeks to 10 years old so it's yeah. a really wide so, gap of kids yeah. that you can come it's just yeah. awesome it's five dollars a child but ten dollars max uh there's gonna be pizza and you can sign up on the website or online and then you kind of teased it a little bit but we've got a youth musical coming up mm-hmm. the performance dates are june 3rd through the 5th that'll be in hope hall yep in the evenings 
except so. for Sunday. Except for Sunday is going to be a matinee. So, so. yeah, Friday, make sure you Saturday, put, put that on your calendar. Yeah. And is that typically, I haven't been here in a while. You, you just show up. Do you have to reserve tickets or anything like that? Or how does that work? First yeah. come, first serve. First come, first serve. Awesome. Now, <laughs> if you are listening to this and you're bringing a large group, get in contact with me and we'll be putting that information out too as well. Yeah. But uh, that way we kind of help preserve some spots for you so you can group can sit together. But, sure. Uh, yeah, it's a first come, first serve. No ticket. It's, it's seen as a gift back to the church and the community. Yeah, for a lot of people that maybe are, are new to Northside may not know about that, the tradition of it. I think we've talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been around for what, 20, 20 some years? years yeah. yeah. Minus some COVID years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that is really cool that the youth that are involved are directly participating in the creation of it. Yeah. And it's a really pretty unique event. So yeah, I encourage everybody good to come stuff, see it. Good stuff, good stuff. Wanted is the name this year. I wanted. I probably can't sing too much of that over here. Yeah, is there, is there Bon Jovi in this show? That, that would be perfect. One They're the, too young to know who Bon Jovi is. Who is that? I understand he's the name of one of the horses. Really? Yeah. Oh. So hang on for that. Hi ho, Bon Jovi. Live horses. Oh, hey. We're gonna have live horses. Live horses. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's better than dead horses. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Well, thanks for podcasting with me, guys. And thanks to all of you out there in the world for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at Northside Now Podcast. Go to our website, northsidejackson.com, or email us at podcast at northsidejackson.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Once again, this is Patrick. This is Glenn. I'm Kevin. And this is Josh. And that's what's happening at Northside Now. Bye-bye.